Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. And now, the faith in verse 20, the faith that you, you, you need to live the life after receiving Jesus into your heart is his faith again. You see it now? He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by what? The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So the, the life you are living now, the faith you have right now, is not your human faith. As a born again, it's not your human faith. It is the faith of Christ. And I explain, it is the highest form of faith in your spirit. But what you need to learn to do is to draw from that faith so that you can see faith at work as little, much, great, weak. I explained on Friday. So, so I preached the word of God. And then the soul, the word of God puts this asunder. Then now God gives birth, renew this spirit again. Ephesians 4.24. Being born again. He said, he said, put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and holiness. Show amplify uh, TPT so we get it. He said, and be transformed. This one. As you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life and live in union with him. Then he said, for God has recreated you. He was talking about this one. So the spirit which was partially dead, spiritually dead, now needs to be made alive. So, to, for it to be made alive, it must be recreated. So, God himself gave birth by the word of God. So, this, new, this spirit you see here is not the spirit that used to be. It is a new spirit that has not been seen or known before. So, the devil doesn't know you. He knows you by the way you think in the flesh. If you follow the word of God, Satan will wonder who you are. I'm telling you, he doesn't know who you are. Can I show you? I showed you this severally. Even Moses, he couldn't tell Moses was the deliverer. Moses had to grow 45 years in Pharaoh's house. Satan couldn't tell this guy is the one coming to destroy my, my system. That's when I knew. When I read that, I just knew Satan doesn't know anything. So you, he doesn't know because you are new. 
If you never know an iPhone 14, and we put iPhone 14 and iPhone 11 and 12, you might not be able to tell which one is 14. Is that correct? Because yes, the 14 is new. You don't even know how the features look like unless you are told. Is that correct? Yes, so this spirit, which is recreated, is so new that nobody knows it. And then he said, it is created, recreated in a particular way, in perfect righteousness and in true holiness. So the material, the make, whatever was used for this one, it was righteousness and holiness. So now righteousness and holiness doesn't become an act. It is your nature. That is why even if a Christian sins today, it does not affect who he is. You see, that's where the problem is. Because everybody thinks that holiness is an act. No, holiness is, is, is a nature. And I told you, I showed you in the word of God, that the first time holiness was mentioned, it was not mentioned because there was sin around. Holiness was mentioned way before sin came. Can you see this? Then I, I explained to you that it's like a man or a woman, now that they are saying a lot of women are sleeping with dogs. So when a woman sleeps with a dog, she doesn't become human again. Is that correct? She's still human. But the act is wrong. So when a Christian sins, the act of sin is wrong. But it does not change his nature. Because his nature is of God. It cannot be stained. That's why the book of Jude says, unto him who is able to present us from falling into sin and to present us faultless and blameless before him who sits upon the throne. Because in heaven, God is not going to present this one. Nor this one. He is going to present this one. This is what is going to be presented to God. Not these two. This one will never exist. When Jesus comes, this one will be changed. The Bible says within a twinkle of an eye, our body shall be changed. So this body you have now is not the one you will take to heaven. It is a new body called the heavenly body in which this one shall dwell. Can you see it? Okay. So Mr. Spirit, born again. So when we say we are born again, it's not this one. It's not this one. It's your spirit. So when you say, I'm a born again, and please, you cannot say, I am a born again Christian. It's tautology. It is either you are a born again or you are a Christian. They mean the same thing. So it's not I'm born again Christian. Neither do we have true Christians. It is either you are a Christian or you are not. Okay. You see, this is my anointing. I have been asked to bring clarity into these things. Okay. So, so this spirit, this spirit now is like God. Everything God is his. Now, all the blessings that ever exist in heaven and on earth, under the, everything God has put in this, all the power that God has in heaven, it is called the immeasurable greatness of his mighty power. 
everything he has put in this one. Not here, not here. All the faith that you need for a victorious life is here. Every faith. The faith that God has. The faith that Jesus has. That particular one, it has been put here. Everything that God has is in the spirit. Not in the soul. Not here. Now listen. This is a body. You can touch it, right? Can you feel, can you feel my hand? Now, I cannot touch this soul because it is not tangible. But I can touch this soul with words. So when I say, hey, you are not pretty, she will start crying. When I say, hey, you are very pretty, oh, thank you. I, I couldn't touch her, the soul, with my, with my hand. But I could touch her with my words. But you see, I cannot touch this one even with my words. Now, this one is so perfect that it doesn't need any change. It doesn't need to be more holy or more righteous. It is as perfect, the highest. Now, so I told you on Friday, I'm ignoring you, eh? Oh... Okay. So, so I told you on Friday because they are pulling from here. <laughs> so I told you on Friday that when we say grow spiritually, we are not talking about this one. Your spirit cannot grow again. Your spirit is the is the perf- is perfect. It doesn't need growth. Neither can it diminish. So when we say grow spiritually, what we are talking about is that. So now everything is in this um, soul, okay? The prosperity you are looking for, the money, the marriage, the whatever, everything is here. And you must believe. First, you must believe it is. Philemon 1.6. See, when you know these things, won't you walk in joy? You never live your life knowing that you lack anything. Don't ever live your life thinking you lack anything. Because you have all things here. The Bible says that all things are yours. He says the world, the future. Why are you afraid of the future? You see, Christmas is coming. People will be worried, oh, next year. And you know what? They defeat themselves already. From January to today, nothing has happened. Then they are, so they are saying, anointing to finish well. Yeah, it says supernatural speed. No. It's just a way to gather you. (laughs) It is just a way to gather people to church. Because they know when they say that, because you you know that from January to today, nothing has happened to me. So now. (laughs) Eh? Now, what it means is that you can, there's no, don't ever think that you lack anything. That you did not receive anything. Because you have received all things. I'm going to show you the problem. The problem is not what you have. The problem is how to release. What you have from here. Remember we talk about the mind. As your mind thinks. Your brain affects the body. So what is in your spirit. Must be able to be moved from here. Into the physical realm. 
Can you see that? Okay. Now, so this is the first thing to do. He says that, that the communication of thy faith may become what? Effectual. Effectual. You know what the word effectual means, right? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you. By acknowledging soul, mind, mind, acknowledging every good thing which is in you. Because you is the spirit. So, if your mind is not able to agree to what is here, it cannot affect the brain and you cannot behave it. Can you see it now? Now, this is the other way. There is nothing that can move from here into here. This one doesn't need anything. It is complete. Satisfied. Full. Can you see it? So now see. Um, Annabelle, come. So Annabelle is the word of God. Your Bible. Now, Annabelle, please come. Now, you can only see your Bible with this one. Is that correct? With your eyes. So with your eyes, you look into the word. But the word you are looking at is not flesh. It is spirit. It is life. Note it. What is the purpose of this one? The purpose of the word of God is to show you everything inside here. Can you see it? So once your eye sees, it tells this one that this is what is here. So you start renewing your mind. Accepting and acknowledging what is here. Can you see that? Now remember, this is a mind. The natural mind. But there is another mind here called what? The mind of Christ. When the mind here receives this information from the word of God and does not agree to the mind of Christ, it's called double-minded. But when the mind here renews and agrees with the mind here, it's called single-minded. Which means that there is an already perfect and true mind here that knows all things. But this one is refusing to agree. So this one has his own mind and this one has his own mind. It is called double mind. Now, what you will see in his life is not here. It is what is here. So, even though you have all things, you are not able to release what is here into your life. Because your mind here is not renewing. That is why he told you in Romans 12 too. He said, be transformed. He said, don't, first of all, he told you, don't conform to the world. What is the world? 
everything outside your body is the world. Things you see, things you hear. Now you are hearing that the economy is, inflation is moving up. Uh, 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 interest rate is high. This, you know, people are doing, now if I used to do business dollars, this, now it is this. So now I can't buy a negative. Do you know what you are doing? You are receiving information from the world. And you start now behaving like the world. You start taking decisions like the people of the world. But that is not how this one is like. This one, even when you have 5,000 men with women uncountable and children, and you only have five loaves and two fish, this one says that I can feed all of them. But this one will see and say, mm -mm. even two people cannot share five loaves and two fish. This one thinks limitation. This one thinks eternal, much more, unlimited. Can you see this? So the day, the day this mind begins to agree with the unlimitedness of this one. When men say there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. Me, I don't experience what people are experiencing. You come to my house, eh? You see, coming to my house is not a problem. You can still be in my house and still feel poor. Because it's not where you are. <laughs> Can you see that? Lazarus was at the gate of the rich man, but he was still called poor. <laughs> Poverty is not where you are found. It's here. So the question is, if you have 300 Ghana CD in the bank, are you rich or you are poor? Automatically, you will think you are not so wealthy, you are poor, because your life is around 300. That is the mindset of the poor. So I told you, money is in the mind of the poor. The born again does not think and live his life by what he sees. We walk by faith and not by sight. Not what we see, but by faith of what is inside our spirit. The world is mine. See, money is your servant. Not the other way around. Mm. See, I'm telling you, if you don't understand this principle, you always walk like this. Then you walk like this. Then you walk like this. Then you walk like that. Then something goes wrong and you are going to look for a prophet somewhere. One day you will follow her, you will go to the shrine. Not because you are looking for solution. But I'm telling you, you don't need any solution. All you need is here. Your, your solution is that take the word of God and study it. It will show you what is here. Come to church and listen to the teachings. It will show you what is here. You won't go to church. You won't read the word of God. How do you release this? You are like a man who is thirsty and you are sitting by a tap and you are crying, <laughs> I'm thirsty. You will die there. Why don't you learn how to open the tap? Learn to open this one. This is your problem. If you are able to deal with this one, there is a free flow. Now, the question to answer this, the Bible says you know all things. 
So why is it that you are failing in exam? You are doing this, you are doing that. You are failing. It looks like you are failing in life. You should know the solution by now. This mind of Christ, for you to say you don't know, it will say Christ doesn't know all. But he knows all. And his mind is what you have. So you know all things. But your problem, my problem is we are not able to release everything because we, are, we, we keep on renewing our mind. And the truth is that you can never finish renewing your mind fully into this before we go to heaven. That is why he said we know in part. We know in part does not mean that your spirit does not know all. He's saying that how much of the knowledge that is passed here is not full. And it can never be full until we go to heaven. Can you see that? So the true you, do you know all things? Yes. Please, you must believe first before you can see it at work. Until you believe, this one won't work. And if this one doesn't work, you will suffer and die a, a poor, proper Christian and go to heaven. Now look at how some parents will give pressure to their children. Go and work and bring money home. There's more money there. You know, Abraham was 75 when God called him. He started his wealth and his riches at 75 years old. He didn't need his, he didn't even have a child to depend on. Age does not matter. Your wealth, prosperity, does not, it's not about age. It's about the day you believe how to unleash from here. That is it. So, for us, we are privileged to know it now. On Wednesday, I will teach you how to release. When, when I add how to release now, it will be too much. So you see, the Christian problem is what? Knowledge. Do you know why Satan is projecting? I'm a prophet. But I don't project the prophetic more than the teaching of the word. Because if I start doing prophetic, prophetic, people will come without a Bible. They will come without books. They will pen. They will come without a lot of things. Because they want to come and see the supernatural. But God told me something five or seven years ago. That there is coming a time where people will run away from the prophetic. Not because it doesn't work. Prophetic is good. It shows you, it directs you, etc. But the move of the prophetic in the New Testament is different from the old. When I give you a prophecy, most of the time, it should be a confirmation to what the Holy Ghost has been telling you because you are learning from the word of God and you are releasing. So it shouldn't be different. It should come to, you see, the Bible says that prophecy exalts, comforts, edify. This is what it does. It's supposed to comfort you, edify you, and to exalt you. Can you see that? Yes. I'm not saying prophecy is not good because once in a while we prophesy. But it is not the leading, you know, look at it. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edify, exalt, and to comfort. That is the essence of prophecy. So do you know what I'm doing now? I'm prophesying. You feel edified right now? You feel comforted and I'm exhorting you. That's what the Bible says. Is the sure word of prophecy is the word of God. You can't put a gift ahead of the giver. Make known Jesus. The prophecy will come. You know, sometimes I hear stories like some people come to church. When they come, they have a lot of questions on their mind. And they want to come and ask me. By the time I'm done with the message, 
They say that I don't have. He said all the questions have been answered. How did I know you have a problem? Because the word of God. Go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Look at it. For the word of God is quick and powerful. You don't know who the word of God is. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder soul and spirit. And of the joint and marrow. And what? Is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. So as I'm speaking the word of God to you. The word of God exactly knows what is in your heart and what is in your mind. So, I mean, I'm just talking. Not my words. But the words that will come out of my mouth will begin to address what is in your heart and your mind. That is what the word of God does. Now, the question is, if I have 5,000 people, 100,000 people, because God will give us a million people, am I going to prophesy to each and every one? No. But there is a way to prophesy to all of them through the word. Through the word. So some will be like, hey, did you tell the man of God about this? Then if he brings them, they'll be looking at themselves. <gasps> me too, I don't even know what, I think you're even disturbing me. You know, <laughs> meanwhile, they're like, wow, what we're talking about? I think it was you people. You were talking about something before you came to church. Something, I remember you told me something. And then when you came, you were looking at your faces. Because exactly what you discussed was exactly what I said. But I was not in your car. Because the word of God knows the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Listen, the word of God gave birth to you. Stick to it. It will show you who you are. It will show you what is available. It will show you how to connect. It will show you how to release it. It will show you. Of his own will begat he us by the word of truth to be a different type of all his creation. James chapter 1 verse 18. Then he says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word. 1 Peter 1 23. These are the basic scriptures you must know. When I ask you who gave birth to you, my body was given birth to by Auntie Teresa. But my spirit, the born again, the real me, was given birth to by the word. You are a purple man. You are 100% man, 100%. Can you see that? Just to tell you this, have you learned a lot? James 4, 8. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. This one too is causing a lot of problem. <laughs> draw me nearer, nearer to you. know that song? That song alone is, is wrong in the first place. The Bible never said God should draw. He said you draw. Look, draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. He didn't say draw God, draw me. You don't ask God to draw you near. You look at it. And this is, this is, this is a command. He said, draw near to God. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. You know that song? 
Like the man, you see, it's the same story like the man with the 38 years sitting by the, by the, I'm thinking he was waiting for an angel to come and carry him. You write what he said. Nobody helps me to get into the, who better now watch it, 38. But this is not talking about literal. It's talking about consciousness. Consciousness. Be conscious. Some of us, when, when problems happen, God doesn't cross our mind. The issue we see, the problems we see, are what we think about first. Then later, God comes to mind. And we say, God, can you help me out? I told you, anytime anything goes wrong, the first thing you do is, You speak to God in the situation. And you speak with the Holy Spirit. It works. When things, Satan like chaos. But God repairs chaos. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void. And formless. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. When situations happen, bad things begin to happen at home, at work. The first thing you do is not to say, hey, or oh, what is happening? The first thing you do is that as you begin to speak in other tongues, you, 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 you release the power of the Holy Spirit. You release. I was quoting Genesis chapter 1. You are confusing people. Okay, it's okay. So he said, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Then he said, cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. May you not be a double-minded person from today. May you have a single mind. Dare to believe the word of God. See, you have not believed that thing. You are saying it doesn't work. You haven't tried it. You say it doesn't work. This is the microphone. We say, speak. It will. He said, no, no, no. I don't think it will work. No, no, no. It won't work. You have not tried it. Some of us, that's how we are. Pray. You haven't done the prayer. You say, I don't believe prayer works. Speak in tongues. Say, no, no, no. It's like gibberish. I don't know. No, like mad people. No, no. Try it and see. You haven't tried it. Yet you are complaining. People are giving you. I say, oh, no. Giving him. Try it. If you try it and it doesn't work, then you can hold the word of God. Because the word of God is the integrity of God. But you have not tried it. You are praying three minutes, one minute, two minutes, and you are expecting some result. You pray three minutes once a month. How can the rains come down when the clouds have not gathered? See, see, you can start with some 30 minutes every day. But you must be consistent. 30 minutes old, every day. You are more, you receive, you know, so much than one that prays three hours once a week. I'm telling you. Your diligence. He that cometh to God must first of all believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So 30 minutes. Maybe you can't pray for one hour today. Because your spirit, you've not trained yourself like that. But 30 minutes you can. Neither do you need to be screaming, it is not necessary. You can sit, if you're a bit too. <laughs> your landlord will eject you because you are making noise. Put some chair down. 30 minutes, you have a meeting. 
with God. Now moving up and down means nothing. It just helps the movement. Don't look at time. When the 30 minutes is done, the Holy Ghost is a, he's, he's a respecter of your heart. When the 30 minutes is up, he will let you know 30 minutes is up. So don't be praying Kebela and be doing this. No. So don't even enter into prayer room with your watch. Put it somewhere. You went there for business. And he will be there at the exact time. If you want to pray 6 o'clock every day. Not 6 one, not 6 o'clock is there. So you must be there. Normally you will be late. And you will still be the one who wants to leave. And you are there. As you are praying like this, maybe day one, you won't feel anything. Day two, you won't feel anything. Definitely day three. As you begin to pray, you feel this covering. You feel this like electricity kind of going through you. It's so sweet from your legs. It's so sweet, you know. Pay labor. Nobody will ask you to extend it to one hour. It's not your decision to extend to one hour, but the thing is so sweet that you can't stop. By the time you realize you have done three hours, by the time you realize you have done five hours, without sweat, without pain. But every day you are, it's your consistency that matters. We haven't taught the beauty of prayer. So everybody thinks prayer is so difficult. So once you mention prayer, no, they won't come. Because they are coming to break it. Oh. Say, I have all things. I think I've made a case for God. So those of you that complain, God, I don't see why my life is like this. From January up until now, we are in the what, 11th month. So this 11th month is what? 9th is pregnancy. Eh? They say what? Last hour. 11th hour. Now they call November 11th hour. Why have you even limited yourself? So if nothing happens on the 11th hour, you are doomed. Words, eh? Words. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. It will cause you to speak right. Years and time does not dictate. <sighs> come. Stand here. Face here. So look, come. Bring the microphone. I'm God. You are the Holy Ghost. You are also God, but I am the Father. Now, the Holy Spirit is the one that carries out the work of God. Please listen to this. It will, it will help you. You see God here. Um, Toby. You are looking away. Come and stand here. Toby is the Christian, the child of God, the beloved of God, the righteousness of God, the just of God. Now, Toby is asking me, because this is available in her spirit. She wants it manifested. So she's demanding it in the spirit. Now, Toby has seen her friends. All of them have this one, so she's worried. God, I'm delaying. Lord, why are things delaying? Why are things not happening fast for me? Blaming God. Now, let me show you, Sam, so that you don't blame God. This is time. It was created by me. I am not subject to this one. What I do, this one does not limit me or release me. 
I don't do my things here. I do my things outside time. So I am not under pressure. Will I give it to her? Yes. Will she have it? Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm taking my sweet eternal time. It's called Kairos. And I'm fixing it. When I am done, she thinks life has gone ahead five years. She might even forget about this one. But then God, when he is done with what he has, he will now move into time by the Holy Ghost and plant this one into time at the right place, right time. So now he goes and hands it over to her. By the Spirit. Then she will be screaming, Hey, I didn't even pray for this one. No. No. In her mind, soul, she has gone ahead of God. In her mind. Now, if you say you have delayed, what is the measure? What is the standard? Where did we start from? Because you have seen your friends driving a car. Who says they have arrived? So you think you are serving God throughout and, and things are not working. Don't give pressure to your God. He is not bound by time. But he will finish your heart's desire. Mark eleven twenty four. When ye pray, believe in your heart that ye have received and ye shall have. So once it is your heart desire, God will always meet that desire in time. But when he's working on it, he does not work it in time. He works it outside his time with his own sweet time. Can you see this? If you have understanding, you will never worry. Look, like Sarah, she had a child at 90. Okay, Sarah is too, too, too far. There's a lady called Sina, she know her. She got married at 40. 40 something, huh? 45. Yet, she never thought once that she had delayed. All she thought about was that I am fulfilling my purpose for which I came. If marriage happens to me on the way, it is okay. What it means is that she knows that God is working on it. And as she is going, you don't need to stand and wait and say, God, why is it not coming? You are delaying your own self, like you say. Keep moving. God will plant it. So she got married at 45. Whether she got, whether you get married at 9, 2, 20, 49, her own is not called funeral. Her own is also called marriage. And the one that married at 25 is also called marriage. Then she gave birth at the age of 40, 47. That baby is not called stone. That baby too is a baby. And the one that was 25 and had a baby is also a baby. Baby 25, baby 47, baby 1000. They are all called babies. So we worry ourselves unnecessarily. You have all things. Don't allow time to push you around. You have a God that lives outside time. And when he's done, he will plant it as you are going. Boom. Now listen, the difference between Sinash and all those people is that that baby entered at the right time. 
because she became so rich. One of her songs, Waymaker, the whole world, most countries are translating it into their language and they are playing. Do you know how much royalties she's going to receive? She can decide not to work again. That song alone is bringing her money. That child, that baby will never suffer in this life because the man that God brought away also is so rich. You don't, you don't know more than God. If you allow everything, the mind of God in your spirit to be released, you will become. You will be at rest. Don't let anybody pressure you with marriage. Don't let anybody pressure you with... No, no don't. Marriage is a no-go area. Especially if parents are very keen. Then now you enter into the marriage that is not meant for you at the right time and the right place. Then you are carrying all the problem, problems. They are in their home. All they will do is to encourage you. Now when you want to come out, they say no. <laughs> Don't put asunder. And you are suffering. But in the right time. I tell you, if you walk in the way of God, then you don't pray for husband. You don't pray for wife. As you are doing the things of God, God will plant it. And you pick it. Simple. You don't worry about child, a, a fruit of the womb. God will plant it. You would have it. Yeah, because a lot of Christians are worried. We are taking the wrong, you know, because you, you don't have a car at the age of 35. Who says God wants a car for you when he wants cars for you? In fact, when he wants aeroplanes for you. Then you rush and rush and go and do some bad deal. Lose some money or get yourself into some trouble. All because you want a car. But don't you know you can get a car and become so poor? Because insurance and fuel alone will make you poor. But when it is God's time, he will plant it well. God can cause some, some rich... Who says, look, I'm giving you the car and I'm giving you fuel every day until this, you know. Is it possible? He says that if the car develops a problem, send it to my mechanics. They will fix it for you. <laughs> there, there is a way I believe God. So I don't rush. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Raymond Knight at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on Friday at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-LJedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-275100800. 
So many people have received testimonies by listening to this podcast. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org. You are made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Hey,